What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Marketing Show. I'm your host, Matt Tebow, and today we're back in the studio with Matt Favreau. What's going on, Matt? Hello again, Matt. We are here on a nice, warm September day. Beautiful September day, back in the studio. Yeah, middle of a heat wave in Canada. Yep, which is rare to happen. Yeah. So, um, guys, today we have a really special topic, and it's one that I think is going to be very valuable for a lot of you. Today, we're talking about reputation management and how you can start using testimonials and reviews in your business to start growing your business and charge more and uh, overall just um, have a better business. And so, what we're going to do is jump right into things here, and we're going to first start talking about why this all matters. So, Matt, why do reviews matter for a contracting business? Well, when you think about it, um, the larger the purchase, the more you'll need to be swayed to make that decision. Mm-hmm. So if you're buying like a $2 chocolate bar, it doesn't really matter. Like maybe you've heard some good things, whatever, you're going to try it out. But if you're going to do like a $30,000 kitchen renovation, you're going to want to be sure that you're making the right choice. And a lot of the time, uh, the initial stages of that is kind of like looking at the market, what's available, and you check reviews because you want to see that the companies that are in your area, what they're able to do, if they kind of meet the needs that you have that are specific to your needs. Yeah. Um, you use them to look out for quotes and, and try to proceed with the job. Yeah. And a lot of contractors who come to work with us, sometimes they're not even aware of like any of this stuff. We recently had a client who came to us and when we were setting things up, we noticed like his reviews. It's like, dude, you have some like bad reviews on XYZ website. And this is something that's going to affect your campaign. If you're thinking about doing advertising, then like you were saying, like, if someone sees that ad, and then they're going to start looking maybe at into uh, your company and doing a little bit of research, they're going to see like all this stuff about you online, right? And so those are things that we need to start fixing and looking at and paying attention to. Because I think a lot of contractors, the problem is, is that they'll think like, oh, like reviews don't matter. I don't want to even be on like any of these sites because then if I have like, um, you know, these places where people can leave reviews, then I'm going to get bad reviews, blah, blah, blah. So why do I even have to like bother with it? And I think that that's something that a lot of contractors um, sometimes will have the mentality of. For sure. And like bad reviews aren't necessarily a bad thing all the time. Um, If you're doing good work, Mm. the good reviews in the end will drown out the bad reviews and you Mm -hmm. can use the bad reviews as tools, if anything, to kind of explain your situation Mm -hmm. and and make them not a negative thing, really. Mm -hmm. And so like Matt was saying, though, too, because contracting, it's such a higher ticket type purchase, like reviews are going to matter because people are going to Google your business and they're going to want to do their due diligence and see like, hey, is this actually a good business? And where this is bringing us into is this concept of third party validation, because we all do this. If you go on Amazon or any of these online type uh, e-commerce platforms, everybody is looking at what other people are saying, right? I mean, the first thing that you do when you're watching a YouTube video and someone's sharing their thoughts about something, most people scroll down and go to the comments and they want to look at like, how are people responding to this? Yeah, we're all, we all do it. I do it for movies a lot where I go like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb Mm -hmm. and I'm checking the, uh, the reviews because I only have so much time in the day or week to consume this content. So I want to consume the best content that's available to me. Yeah. And so basically, like, if you're one of those people who's asking yourself, why do reviews matter? Basically, it's because other people's opinion 
matters. People want to see what other people are saying about your business. And so if people are saying really good things about your business, then it's going to make everything much easier. It's going to help you attract more leads. It's going to make closing a sale easier. We're going to talk about that in just a minute, but I just kind of want to plant those seeds and like fill you in guys on why this actually matters. So let's jump right into things um, moving along here. So we know that reviews matter, but Matt, where is the best place to be posting reviews and testimonials? The be-all, end-all place currently is Google because people are either searching for the service that you're offering or your company. And either way, hopefully, you're popping up as one of the options that they could choose from. Um, so there's the thing called the Map Pack, which mm-hmm. if you get a lot of good reviews and you rank, you'll be in the top Map Pack for the area and people will see you first among a couple of your competitors. And if you have good reviews there, uh, you're going to send out. You're going to be one of the first options they look for. And, you know, if you're one of the first options people see, they're more likely to engage with your business, especially if you have the good reviews that you kind of need to be in there anyways. Um, yeah. And then also your landing page uh, or your website, but mainly your landing page for lead generation and marketing purposes. You want to have your reviews there as well so people think you're credible initially and they are willing to give their information to you Mm -hmm. yeah google is going to be the highest roi platform because people like you were saying are searching up um bathroom contractor near me blah blah blah. and if your listing pops up and they see all those great reviews then they're going to be more likely to contact you through that so that could be like a really quick roi and then also the landing page i mean if you're spending all this money to send people to a landing page then obviously you want the reviews on it to be great reviews as well for sure it's all about convincing people to give you their information especially initially right like the more you can do to sway somebody to uh you know have that initial contact with you especially to someone who's in the market for the services you're offering Mm -hmm. the better Mm -hmm. so let's jump into the google reviews because i think um a lot of people listening want some tactical things like okay um how do i set this up like how do i go about getting these reviews i know that a lot of people listening to this maybe are struggling to get reviews from their clients you know they ask them they they don't necessarily get them so first let's jump into like how would we go about setting up a Google review uh, business listing if someone doesn't even have that yet? Yeah, so you need a Google My Business uh, listing for your company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd get like a Gmail uh, web address or email. Um, and then it's pretty straightforward. You just go to like the GMB website. You start setting up a profile. It asks you general information about your business, a lot of which you can actually skip during initial creation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do want to fill it as much as you can, uh, you know, and, both for SEO and legitimate purposes. And by the way, this is a free thing to do, right? It doesn't cost you any money. Nope, totally yeah. free. And you basically need to do this to uh, get your name out there amongst mm-hmm. your competitors. Um, the only tricky part is getting verified. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not. Ideally, you go through all this setup stuff, and all Google asks is to text you a code or call you, mm-hmm. um, and then you submit that code, and you're verified. That's mm-hmm. the easy case. Happens about half the time. The other half the time is like a video review, um, which it's a bit more of a specific process. There's lots of great YouTube videos showing exactly what you need to do. Yeah. But basically, you have to like legitimize your business, show where you're located, uh, prove that you know the business exists, you own it, and stuff. Um, and even if you do that right, there's sometimes issues. Yeah. Um, ideally, you know, you go through this seamlessly and you don't run into any issues. If you do, it's kind of like trial and error, you know, reaching out to support, submitting things again, creating new listings if you have to, whatever it may be. Um, but whatever you can do to get verified, once you're verified, you have this asset, which is great for your business. Mm -hmm. Uh, you start putting in like keywords, you start putting in hours, all this stuff that helps, uh, your customers 
know your business kind of relates to what they need. Mm -hmm. And that's what Google likes, uh, especially for showing your business to its searchers. The more Google thinks that your business is going to apply to the person searching, the more likely they show your business and the more likely the person is to want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And what's so good about the Google My Business listing is like once you have that ranked up, and we'll talk about like some of the factors that go into that, but once you have that ranked up, like it's not like you're paying for ads for that or anything. So it's this is a very valuable asset in your business for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, super organic. So yeah. um, you know, getting there it requires you doing all the work and, and getting the reviews and, and crafting this GME profile. But like yeah. Matt said, once you're there, it's basically just business as usual. Because if you were able to get the reviews in the first place that yeah. let you establish yourself, you kind of have this system in place where you're constantly getting good reviews. Um, and then yeah, it just kind of it kind of just works itself and it keeps it keeps going. Mm -hmm. So a question that I get asked a lot by contractors is, Matt, how many reviews should I have on my business listing, though? At what point is it like, okay, I'm good to go? And the answer is that, like, from my personal experience, you want to have at least a minimum of 30 um, five-star reviews, but I don't like saying that because then people will get to the 30 and be like, cool, I'm done. And yeah, like, you don't you know, want to do that signing off. And so what's your take, Matt, on like, you know, how, how many should I have? Yeah, 30 is a great number. Obviously, the more the merrier, because if you kind of like stagnate, and then your competitor comes in and starts getting all these good reviews, you slowly get buried. Um, but yeah, like Matt said, basically, the more the merrier, the, mm -hmm. as many reviews as you can get. Um, legitimate reviews, mm -hmm. granted, you don't want to be getting like fake reviews or anything like that. Uh, that's not good. Google's going to catch on, um, and people will realize it's not legitimate. Like you want to get happy customers, honest reviews to kind of leverage and then boost your business's reputation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like I just want to make it clear too. Like if you have hundreds of five star reviews and they're all legitimate, that is going to be amazing. Like it's not like you should just get thirty and be like, "Hey, no, I yeah. want to stop." But it's thousands. Just, <laughs> yeah, like honestly, if you yeah. can. But it's like just new clients who are just setting this up will be like, "Well, how many do I need to launch?" And so it's like. Typically, like you want to start at least around there, but um, this is something you should be working on, like over the years, to be able to get to the point where you have like a hundred, three hundred, like whatever, right? It depends on too, like what you do. Like if you do remodels and you only do five a year, it's a lot harder for you to like hit a thousand reviews. But if you are a window cleaner or a painter or whatever, like you have more volume in your business, then it's a lot easier, right? Yeah, the good thing is too with. Um those bigger renovations that maybe you only get like 10 a year, your competitors are probably in the same boat. So, you know, the competitors probably aren't going to have thousands of reviews either. If they do, it's probably fake. Yeah. Um, you know, it just it's basically about maintaining a like percentage of the reviews. If you can get like 50% of your customers to leave reviews yeah. over time, like, that's a good, you're, you're yeah, killing it. That's yeah. a good point. So you mentioned something pretty interesting. You mentioned like fake reviews. And so, um, you know, I experienced this where um, my previous business was doing like publishing on Amazon. And what I quickly ran into and realized was that a lot of my competitors were buying reviews. So like I was out there trying to get legitimate reviews for this ebook business I was doing. And then my competitor, you know, I'd wake up the next day and he had like a hundred more than me. And then the next day it was like a hundred more, blah, blah, blah. And so I just started realizing like, wow, these people are buying reviews. And ultimately that um, kind of like hurt my belief, I think, in Amazon. Because now when I'm on Amazon and I'm looking at some reviews, I'm like, how do I know that these aren't just bought? And I think they're getting a little bit better at it. But where I'm going with this is that, like, 
you and I, we have come across certain contractors in the industry where they're clearly buying reviews and they're going down that road. Um, personally, like, you know, both of us agree that ethically that's not very wise for obvious reasons. But what else would you say is kind of a danger of like buying reviews? I mean, just straight up getting your GMB suspended. Um, yeah. Google's very kind of like particular. If you guys ever experience like ad account suspensions and bans, you kind of see that they follow you. Um, so if you get your GMB listing mm-hmm. suspended for buying fake reviews, this might be a issue forever for you. Like mm-hmm. it, it might not go away just because you make a new GMB or whatever. So I just wouldn't, I wouldn't risk it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing legitimate work and you have previous customers, there's really no reason to buy reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier, obviously. Um, but like you're spending money that you wouldn't have to spend otherwise mm-hmm. and it's just not genuine so why would you do it mm-hmm. so let's say that like a contractor right now is listening to this and he's like yeah guys but like i have a competitor and he's buying a bunch of reviews i'm needing ways to get more reviews because i want to bring my reviews to the next level so what are some like actionable strategies for me to start really bumping up my google reviews so that i can be a worthy opponent in this you know in this fight for reviews for sure um obviously like if you've done past jobs you kind of have the assets already at your disposal Mm -hmm. what you want to do is make getting reviews from your previous customers as easy as possible yeah Uh, on the gmb listing they give you a review link uh, which you can give to your customers to ask for review basically and what you can do is be creative with this and basically figure out different ways to get this link to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said in the past, like doing business cards with a QR code yeah. that people could just scan with their phone and it brings them right to the review link. Yeah. You could email it to people. Mm-hmm. You could text people. Whatever it is, as long as they're aware of what's happening. So you mm-hmm. tell them like, hey, I'm going to send you this email. It's going to be uh, a review link. Please give a genuine review. Um, you know, and then they do that. They, they kind of understand what they're doing. Uh, what else you could do is like, uh, not necessarily tell them what to say, but you want to explain to them that mentioning certain features about the job is important, both for people reading the review, knowing that you can perform the service and specific mm-hmm. aspects of the service that they need, mm-hmm. but also like just, um, SEO and keyword stuffing. So like if you are a bathroom renovation company, you say, Hey, client, it would be great if you could mention that we did a great bathroom renovation for you. We touched the vanity. We did the shower, X, Y, Z. You talk about the transformation, so what it was like before, what it was like after, Mm -hmm. what you liked about the the service and the whole process. Um, And that's kind of like the foundation for a great review. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you touched on a a lot of really, really good things. Um, The main thing is just like making it easy, right? I think a lot of contractors, when they're asking for a review, they'll say like, hey, just leave us a review on Google. And they'll just like ask the person. And now I think what a lot of people don't understand is now that person has to sit down, Google the name of your company, and like hopefully they can find your Google My Business listing. They probably can't because it doesn't have great (laughs) SEO. (laughs) But like, (laughs) so you're counting on them to like find you. You're counting on them to then figure out how to like click the review thing, sit down, and like for a lot of people, um, writing a review might take about an hour because they're overthinking it. What do I say? I got to go into like all this thing. Like there's a lot of personality types that will um, find that stressful. Like which me, for me, like that's hard to believe, but I have seen it. Like I've seen my mother do it. I've seen. It's honestly, it's the older people. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's just like a technological barrier that yeah. people our age or, you know, younger kind of think it's super easy, but 
It's yeah. not easy for maybe the people that are doing these big home renovations, the people that are like in their 50s, 60s, who have the disposable income to afford this. Maybe they just don't get it. Yeah. They, just, they just don't understand or they don't like even really get the importance of it. Whereas you're like, as a business owner, you need this. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to make it as easy as possible. So you you get the link, like Matt was saying, and you could text that link over, you could email that link over, you could have a QR code on your business uh, card, um, you could do a whole bunch of things. But the high level, like kind of um, idea of it is that making it as simple as possible, boom, you pull it out, you could even have it like already on an iPad, and literally like just say like, hey, like, do you want to leave us a review and just like give it to them, like you're making it as easy as possible so that they can just take it and write something right yeah so that's the first one is making it super super easy um i did forget to mention too is honestly just calling them up too like just make a list of your past customers that you know are like gonna leave a good review you probably don't want to call someone up who like wasn't happy (laughs) but uh calling up a list of your past customers and just saying like hey we're doing this marketing program right now and part of that that's really important is for us to get some more reviews on our listing i'm sure you know how important reviews are for businesses and we're trying to grow so we'd really appreciate it we really liked working with you um from our understanding you really enjoyed the job hopefully they did again and if they say yeah absolutely just say cool would it be okay if we just send you over a link um where you could leave us a review you could even just share over the phone here of just what your experience was like and then um we can just transcribe it and like email it over to you if that's easier for you blah blah, blah. so you're just trying to find ways to make it as easy as possible like matt was saying and then so making it easy the next thing then is sometimes and and i hear this from clients a lot is where they'll say um okay matt so i've made it easy for them i told them to leave a review i did all this thing and they're still not leaving a review what do i do then and so in that case what i recommend to do is look into like how can you incentivize that review not in a non-ethical like um like what we're talking about like faking reviews or anything but gratitude is short and grudges are long from my experience and so you want to make it a little bit of an incentivization for people to go out of their way and leave that review so matt do you want to talk a little bit about what that might look like Yeah. So as a preface, um, you want to be doing things ethically, like Matt said, and be very mindful of things like terms of service where you can't necessarily like buy reviews directly. Mm -hmm. um, But like we said, incentivizing. Um, So, you know, if you have customers and you want to say like, hey, we'll do this offer where, you know, you leave us an honest review, make sure you're specifying like it's honest. And then maybe they get some sort of incentive or kickback whatever it is you know we're not going to say like specifics necessarily because again it's you know tos thing Mm -hmm. um but like obviously there you have to figure out ways to get these reviews and Mm -hmm. as long as you're specifying that it's honest and you're you know if this was a past customer it's kind of in a gray area yeah it is a little bit of a gray area like what we've seen clients do with success are things like gift cards um even just like a discount on the service or there's a bunch of things you could do you could also say like hey like you know we're going to give away a barbecue like everyone who does leaves a review this month will get put into this draw like there's a bunch of things you could do but like matt said it's kind of hard for us to give a specific incentive or thing that you can give you kind of have to use your own discernment after reading the terms of service because these are also always changing which is kind of difficult as well it's like google is like an evolving platform and so it is a bit of a gray area yeah if you, if you walk the line of like honestly though and like yeah. you're, you're actually reaching out to customers that you mm-hmm. worked with and you're saying give me an honest review um the tos is more just like a, a, a thing to be like a bit afraid of but like 
genuinely you're you're doing things okay in, in our eyes mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely um another thing to be aware of and i talk about this in my book a lot is the timing of reviews so the timing of when you ask a, a customer for a review is really important because you could mess this up and ask at a different time. Like for example, let's say that you finish a bathroom renovation for a client and then you know you complete it, they're happy, and you know they're happy, and then some time goes by, maybe like a month or two goes by, and you think to yourself, oh yeah, I need to ask them for a review because I need to get some more reviews right now. So you send them over an email and you say, hey, like, would you mind leaving us a review? You don't know when when they send that when you send over that email, you don't know now where their emotional state is at because when they open that up like 5 minutes before that, they could have noticed like a chip on the counter or something like that and like, "Oh, I never noticed this." Or you could be emailing them and they just finished having a fight with their spouse and now they're seeing that and they're like, "I can't think about this right now." And so you need to control that emotional state of when you ask for that review. You need to make sure that they're happy and excited in that moment of when you ask for that review because if they're not, then you're going to get either no review or a lower quality review where they're just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to get done. Like you want to capture that moment in time when they're happy and excited. And so the the timing of that is really important. It, you think of it like this as well. Like let's say that you buy a brand new car. You buy that car. You're super excited for like maybe the first week of when you have it, maybe even a little longer. But then as time goes on, you kind of know certain things about it. Um, your overall excitement just kind of drops a little bit. And now you're not really as excited about it. And it's the same thing exactly with your clients and the work that you're doing for them and so the best time to be able to ask for that review is when you see in their face like maybe when you present it to them or when they text you afterwards and they say like oh wow like you did it just perfectly that's the time when you ask for a review yeah and like matt said earlier like even if the job remains perfect for months and months on end other things external to that might be contributing Mm -hmm. to the fact that the review is going to be lower quality so like life events like matt Mm -hmm. said or even things like not related to your job specifically, but like say they did a bathroom renovation and the toilet clogged and it wasn't your fault. It's just like a plumbing issue. They might think that's bad on you, but in reality, like it was out of your control and the the actual work was still amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like these external things you want to um, manage that you want to mitigate those. And so it's basically like the timing is important. So you want to be able to gauge their emotional state. And when you see that they're happy and excited and it's fresh in their mind, that's when you ask for the review. Yeah. And we still think you should call past customers, though. It's it's not to say like don't utilize. Yeah, yeah the, that's a good point that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially when you're you're first starting out, like get as many as you can. But yeah. Going forward, when you do jobs, that that's the time. Yeah, that's good clarification. So um, here's another one, and it's something that I've noticed since COVID that's been like more of a thing coming up is um, reviews not showing up. And I think maybe what what it's been is since then, Google has just been relying on AI a little bit more. Um, I don't know what it is, but I know a lot of contractors listening to this can maybe relate is where, hey, my Google reviews aren't showing up. And so what if, if someone's reviews aren't showing up first, why might that be? Yeah. Um, so the reason is basically, like Matt said, like AI and just reviews getting flagged for either them being inappropriate or fake uh something on google's end is just making them believe that that review wasn't legitimate for whatever reason 
Um, and it can kind of be annoying for contractors and anybody really that's trying to get Google reviews because they're doing all these things that we've talked about to get the positive reviews and then they're not showing up. So it's like, why aren't they showing up? Um, and yeah, so it's the AI issue. What you can do is if you have proof that the review exists and that it's legitimate, so your client can maybe like send a screenshot. Screenshot of the, of yeah, the review. They yeah. just send the screenshot over to you like, hey, this is the review I left. Um, and then you can kind of appeal it. There's a process you can go through with Google to appeal it. And you could just information stuff. So you could, you know, give anything that you're comfortable giving. So you can give like a, a work order with the client's name on it. You mm-hmm. give the screenshot. You explain why it was legitimate. And then, you know, half the time maybe you're going to get it back. It's not perfect, but it's it's better than just foregoing that review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been it's been like an issue. Like I've seen... It, at a certain point, I think it was like half of our clients where it was happening. It was happening to us as yeah. well, or it was like, hey, like this is like a legitimate thing. Um, but yeah, and so if you want to get the SOP that we have on how to solve that, it's not perfect like Matt was saying, but if you want to have the best chance to be able to get your reviews to show up, then you can join our community on Facebook, Renovation Contractor Success. If you go to our website, savantmarketingagency.com, and then you go to the resources tab, you can click community, and then you can go there. Once you come in, you'll be able to find that SOP in our group, and you can use it and get your review showing up again. So guys, um, here's the next question now is, okay, so now I know how to get reviews and like reviews not showing up. Matt, what do I do now if I start getting negative reviews or I get one negative review? Yeah, so for negative reviews, there's kind of two camps. There's legitimate negative reviews and not legitimate negative reviews. Um, With the not legitimate negative reviews, that's when you can take action. So basically, if somebody leaves a negative review on your GMB profile, um, and you know it's not legitimate, you go through the appeal process, and you have to choose which TOS it breaks. So there's all kinds. There's, uh, you know, fake information, profanity, um, other things, like if they didn't work with you, uh, which would kind of fall under misinformation. Um, But yeah, you just choose the TOS issue that it breaks, um, and then you submit it to Google, and it gets reviewed, and hopefully that Google decides uh, that review actually Mm -hmm. does go against the TOS policy and they take it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually works like, um, you know, one of our clients recently got a one-star review. We reported it and it did actually work They and it, they removed it. Yeah, it happens. So. Um, sometimes it's not going to work in your favor. And then, you know, in that case, it is what it is. You just kind of have to go about your day yeah. um, and bury it. But uh, yeah. if, the, if, the, uh, if the reviews are legitimate, um, this is what you kind of do. So first, you want to look for resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, resolution would be you basically immediately calling the person, contacting them and saying like, hey, you know, what's wrong? Try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you try to fix it amicably, sometimes the person will either remove the review, which is great, or they'll um, modify the review to a higher star rating, mm-hmm. hopefully five star, because you as a business owner went above and beyond to try to fix the issue that mm-hmm. existed. Uh, if you can't resolve the issue, you look to dilute it which mm-hmm. is what I was kind of talking about earlier with burying reviews. Yeah. So you want to craft a well-rounded response that doesn't attack the person, doesn't you know try to victim blame or anything. You want to explain the situation in a different light. Mm-hmm. So maybe the person's being overly negative or saying things that aren't true. You mm-hmm. want to explain why that happened and uh, look to basically, for the person reading it, give better understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So like, like Matt said, resolution... You know, you want to call them person up and just like try and strike a deal, you know, hey, like we're really sorry about what happened, blah, blah, blah. 
listen, man, like, hey, we'll give you a discount on the job or job for free or whatever you feel comfortable doing. But like, try and come up with an agreement where you can say, hey, like, we'll fix the situation and get them to change the review, edit it, remove it, whatever. You know, it's interesting. You know, it's like we have some clients who talk about how they'll get like a three star or four star review. And it's like, in the review, the person says, oh, yeah, they're fantastic, like great to deal with. But like they just still leave it as a four star or like three star. And then, you know, our client, uh, one in particular comes to mind where he confronted them and said, like, hey, like I thought it was a four star. Like, did we do anything wrong? And they're like, no, nope, I just don't believe in five stars. So like those kind of situations might be a little bit tough. But, um, you know, it is what it is. At least they won't bring down your star rating as much as a one star. Yeah. Rating. It doesn't look as great. But a four star is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I only do one star. <laughs> Honestly, the people that do one stars probably have that mentality. <laughs> you see that a lot with the negative reviews. So, so let's say that, uh, like Matt said, let's say that you know you can't fix the situation. You've tried talking to them; they're unreasonable, or just not workable, or just too angry to change it. Then you move to dilution, which is using the strategies that we talked about, where you try and get as many reviews as possible. And basically, what the the strategy of this is that you want to bog that review down so that the overall star rating is like four point nine or five still right and so once you do that like matt was saying as well you want to craft a response to the review and the response is not for them the response is for the people who are reading the review and the reason this is important is because if you if you want someone who's searching up for your business to come across that review they're going to read that review and then your response is going to give context to it and the whole goal of your response is to give the nuanced context that this person missed right so maybe you explain the fact that hey we actually did bring this up to you and you okayed you you um, approved the job right where sometimes people will say oh they did this but i didn't say that or something like that right and so you want to be able to just give a lot of context hey we actually did do this this was the case blah 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 and just give a lot of context so then people reading that will be like oh okay i understand this was kind of just a unique case it's probably fine yeah and like remember you're like you're the expert you're doing the job yeah. too so you know, we've seen reviews actually recently, too, where a client was like, oh, this work wasn't done up to code. Like, this this is not appropriate to the standard of, of this type of uh, this work. And our client was like, hey, like, this is how we do all of our things. We're very proud mm-hmm. of the work we do. We have a long warranty because we know our work is so, uh, like, well-crafted. And, like, just even saying that, like, hey, if it breaks, <laughs> we'll come back and fix it. It's yeah. like, honestly, it's a good, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's mostly like Google reviews that uh, that we're covering here. Before we mentioned also landing pages and websites. So this is kind of going into back of the old question, like where should I be posting reviews? So number one, Google reviews, super high return. The next though that you can start focusing on is your landing page and website. Now this isn't where like people can dynamically be leaving reviews for you, but it's where you can choose. Hey, like what reviews do I want to showcase? And so on a landing page, I mean, think about it. We're actually spending money through advertising to send people to this page. So we want the reviews on there to be like pretty much our our bangers, right? Like our very best reviews that we can show. And so the whole point of doing reviews on your landing page or website is to boost conversions, right? Because when people are coming to that page, they're going to see your work and they're going to see the offer, hopefully if you have that set up and all that stuff. And then the reviews play a really strong role in being able to convince them that, okay, like this is worth actually submitting for an estimate. So 
here's the next thing though that's kind of like a nuance um strategy for marketing is that Google reviews are good and you can display those on your landing page, like a text, you know, where you show their image, like of their face and, and blah, blah, blah. But that's a little bit easier to fake than if you were to showcase video reviews. And so you'll notice like on our site, savantmarketingagency.com, we mostly use video reviews because in our, in our industry marketing, there's a whole bunch of marketing agencies who are making all sorts of like crazy claims and bold claims, right? And so the belief level of a lot of contractors is much lower, right? And so what we did is we showed video reviews because it's more authentic, it's harder to fake. We wanna show like our real clients saying like, hey, this is our experience, right? It's more believable. And so if you wanna take your landing page or website to the next level, instead of just doing like a wall of text, you know, the worst thing that you could do as a contractor is have a wall of text that's like no picture or anything of the person, and then their name doesn't even show their last name. Like it'll be like Anthony P. And no one's gonna read it. It's not believable. They're like, eh, skip over it. You just made that up, yeah. like whatever. Like trust me, it's not doing you any favors. And so the best thing that you could do is make a video review, uh, a video testimonial. And that's literally where like, you don't have to overthink this. Like don't do like a crazy video production. You may have heard us talk about this before where like the more authentic and, and amateur you can make the video, the better sometimes. And so you can literally just like take your iPhone and just like go over to their house and just say, Hey, like, would you mind saying like, you know, a couple words about your experience of working with us? Yeah. And, and some things to like increase legitimacy too. Um, for your specific case, like our website, uh, you worked with like contracting businesses and, and they could talk about their business specifically and people could maybe Google and mm -hmm. see that these businesses are real. Yeah. Uh, for you contractors, maybe people don't really know these are actual homeowners that you worked with. So to even go the step beyond that, instead of them just talking about the, the job and saying some generic things like, oh, I had a great kitchen renovation from yeah. XYZ company, maybe you could be in the video prompting them questions that you want them to answer. Yeah. Or maybe they'll be on their front lawn and you have like a lawn uh stand mm, sign good. where it's like okay i can at least see that this company probably did this work and it, and it makes sense because video reviews are great and they help regardless but the more trust the better yeah yeah and like um you know would be a really cool next step is if you could find someone that you did work for in your local area that like is well known too like someone who people in your area might know like you know someone who owns like a store or something who says like oh yeah like you know, I'm the owner of this store or something, and they painted this. And like, even if it's a commercial job, it would still help you for trust on the residential side. Like, yeah, because you know, know, if they if they can go ask that person, like, hey, did they actually do this work? Yeah. Was it good? Did it last? Whatever the questions may be, yeah. if they can actually answer these people, the trust goes out the way. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, the yeah. trust is yeah, it's magnified so much. Yeah, and that kind of segues into like the last point here is that like the reason that reviews and like third party validation and like proof and all this stuff is becoming so important is because it's so easy to fake stuff online now with like AI, everything. Everyone's websites now, because um, website builders and website development now is so prevalent and easy to access for like pretty affordable prices, everyone's website looks super professional and stock photos like every you could just be one guy in a basement and have this like pr very professional looking image of this huge construction business now right yeah, you've never had any jobs you're just <laughs> waiting for the first sucker to come in <laughs> <laughs> i mean so it's very easy to fake stuff right and so now you have to go really above and beyond to show 
um, proof that, hey, we are the real deal. And so if you can get video testimonials, if you can get all those Google reviews and all this stuff, this is all going to make it so much easier for you to um, charge uh, higher fees, to be able to attract better quality jobs, all this stuff, because I'm telling you, especially now with AI as well, that's being like on the rise now, even video testimonials are going to get more difficult because just video AI now is going to be able to fake this stuff. You could like probably insert yourself in the video. Yeah. It's going to become more and more difficult. And so the more, um, the, the, the more things that you can do to prove all this and that you actually are real, the better for sure. Um, you want to be growing social media too with the reviews. Um, that kind of goes to like increasing legitimacy and making people aware of you. If you have like a Facebook page and you are in local groups, you're, you're posting, you're active, um, you know, you're you're showing pictures of your work, you're showing people's reviews, you're giving funny tidbits about your job. Yeah. You just grow the Facebook page and then that's that's a way to leverage reviews. Like if you have video testimonials, they could be pinned. Uh, you know, great reviews could be written and pinned. So when people visit your Facebook page, that's just another place to see the reviews. Yeah. And then like also you could be screenshotting your Google reviews and then just like crop it and then use that as a post as well on social media. So now you're like cross promoting that review on other platforms as well for sure yeah so i mean guys that's pretty much it that we want to jump into and just talk about reviews if you're not getting reviews for your business right now you're seriously missing out this is going to help you charge more this is going to help you attract better quality leads we're in a world now where everybody is like online everybody looks like they're professional right everyone doctors their images we have stock photos um like i was saying websites everything looks so professional so reviews are more important than ever before and you want to put the effort into this and so highly recommend that you jump into the strategies that we taught you here and uh, matt anything else to share i don't think so i think that was a pretty good review podcast awesome well hey guys speaking of reviews if you enjoyed this podcast and uh you would like to listen to more of it please 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 leave us a review if you're listening on uh spotify or any other um, podcast type platforms if you're listening on youtube give it a thumbs up and subscribe it helps us bring more great podcasts like this to you so other than that guys thanks again for listening thanks matt for joining us today thanks for having me and we'll see you guys on the next one take care